Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Dribble Tipsy Theater with Target. To my right, I have Mr. Matthew. How are you doing, Matt? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Across from the table from me, the lovely Miss Rebecca. How are you? I am doing great. Thank you. Thank you. And, of course, our most distinguished guest. I'm distinguished. You are. (laughs) Miss Jackie. Yay. Patterson. There you go. <laughs> Before they but, never said my last name. <laughs> well, because we wanted you to be like Cher. Or, or like or you Sinbad. Sinbad. Yes. There is Sinbad. no other Jackie. There is no other Jackie. Nope, you're I the legend. Know, I don't know any other Jackie. The Ryan. myth. I, I like that I'm a legend or a myth. <laughs> you're a cryptid. <laughs> I should be feared. Yeah. You should be feared and respected. And respected. And loved. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm good with all of those. Yeah, well, you, you've earned it because you're very talented. You're very kind. <laughs> I also speak the truth. Okay, <laughs> I'll take that. I, well, like we said, we were going to talk about all right, so the history. The first time I ever saw you, Jackie, was uh, Dangerous Liaisons. What, about 2011, 2012, Out of the Grove? Uh, something around there. It was... Around that time. Yeah, uh, it's, it's so, been a while. A, a little bit. But hey, watching you do that because I loved Cruel Intentions growing up, but I know it's very based on. It's that based and, on and, yeah, and, and that's based on the whichever way you want to look at it. <laughs> and you playing the um, the Sarah Michelle Gellar character that now toy I, I prefer to to uh, refer to it as the Glenn Close uh, character ah. um, because that's more of my generation. <laughs> you are not that old. I am so old. You are not. <laughs> Jackie, you don't look a day over 30. Nope. Thank okay. you. I will take that. Um, you are now my favorite. Oh, <laughs> I'm not already your favorite? Well, I have several favorites, but uh, <laughs> one is sitting over in that chair over there. Yes, and we also have Mr. Larry in the room. Hi, Mr. Larry. Well, good evening. <laughs> <laughs> good evening. Very Alfred Hitchcock presents. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm like, he really needs a, a crow on his shoulder or something. You, honestly, anything. Oh, like, and um, there it is. Oh, he, he has it his has puppet appeared. hand up. He would much rather have a puppet and mortify me. Um. Well, actually, now that we've brought up Mr. Lee, was that where you two met? Uh, yes, it was. He oh. was the fight choreographer on uh, the Liaisons Dangerous, if oh. I'm going to say the whole name. Um, I am pretty sure I butchered the French because that's what I do is butcher French. Um, but, but you just got back from Paris. Shouldn't you at least be like a little bit fluent? You think. You think I would be better at French, but no, I am not good. French by osmosis. <laughs> they would talk to me in French and I would try and think of the words. I'm like, oh, what am I going to say? And then we go... English. Mike, thank you very much. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank I'm you a guys. stupid American. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, tell me a little bit about um, Dangerous Liaisons. I know it really wasn't in it. I just I watched the final product. How was it working with John? Oh, it was wonderful working with John. Um, John and I have known each other for quite some time now. Um, the first project I worked on with him was Travesties, okay. which is by Tom Stoppard. Um, it's a parody based on... Um, uh, the importance of being earnest. Oh, okay. Um, and we worked on that with a little company called Ants back in the day. It was called Another Theatrical Society with John Van Patten. Um, oh, okay. And this was all on in the Nelson Street Center that we did this. So um, this was working again with John. Yeah. Um, when I saw that this was something that the Grove was doing, I automatically went, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I want Mertoy. And um, uh-huh. I have a habit of getting singularly focused on roles that I really, really want. So once a role comes up that I really, really want, I study 
really hard and I, I get very determined and um, I come in uh, like a force of nature <laughs> and I, I try to, um, to the best of my ability, get that role. Luckily, I've been fairly successful. Um, there are some that I have not gotten, but... Um, we don't count those. I, I try not to count those. Um, <laughs> you're, bat, you're batting 100, Jackie. That's all that matters. <laughs> Thank you. I try. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I, I love the, uh, I know John, he's a master set stuff, and he's just a great director. I love the, there was those paintings that he did. It, was it like mesh or something? To it's where, uh, scrim, whatever scrim is made of. I don't yeah. know if it, I'm not really quite sure. Because it would be, like, certain lights would hit it, and it'd be a beautiful painting, and then you could hit a different light from the back, and it would show a different scene. It, it would show, it, it would just. Oh, it was so fun. You could completely see through it and have a different scene in there um and he painted all of those by hand um yeah, because was, uh, oh. john fergosi is a master of many trades um and he just it was just gorgeous and it was just wonderful to work on that show um we <laughs> um i'm sure he, yeah, Corey mcdaniel has daniel has probably told you we used to call it pervert camp um yeah. <laughs> i remember the letters <laughs> So at the Grove, we got this one particular letter, uh, mortified at the show. Like, had I had known this play was all about sex, um, and and it was just like <laughs> tarnishing the Oak Grove name. I'm like, this is a classic play. All you had to do was maybe read the description, and you would like, know. Did what they it's say about. something like they had been going there for twenty some odd years, and never, never have I been so appalled? I'm like, yeah, we got hate mail. Great. <laughs> But in fact, most of the British farces about out there, they're also all about sex. Exactly. Yeah. So I guess sex is okay if it's funny. <laughs> Only if it's I, funny. I, I don't know. Um, it's not like we showed anything perverse or uh, anything no. um, scandalous. Um, it was... I don't know. Those dresses, they had your stuff. Okay, like, so much. yeah. Uh, it, it, it was period piece. It was corseted. And um, I was uh, particularly... Um, Boobalicious. <laughs> so that's I can come up with. Well, what was that thing you and Stacy talked about with the lights were out okay. or something like that? So we had a signal that if the lights went out out of nowhere, that means my girls were out and I needed to <laughs> shove them back in. Um, luckily, that never happened. Well, and it was so hot. I mean, you got to let them breathe, well, too. Well, it was very... It's fourth show, and in August at the Grove, you have to understand it gets very, very hot. Um Usually the temperatures are up near the hundreds. It's very humid, and that does not let up at the nighttime. Mm-hmm. You're wearing these not. beautiful costumes, but they're made of tapestry. <laughs> and it is so, so hot <laughs> under those lights, too. So um, not only is it difficult to walk around in, and you're, you've got your posture, you have these beautiful costumes that go way around where you can possibly see i had to constantly try not to step on a frog and um all this maneuvering (laughs) at the same time as while you're dying of of the heat and what was that thing you like it was um you put like a napkin or something in Uh, water i would put a hanky in and ice cold water and i would put it down my corset when i was not on stage just Uh. to to cool off um but it, that that show was so much fun. Um, Bob Wright, uh, I don't know if you'll, yes. you know, 
remember Bob Wright. Um, he is wonderful. He's now living the life in Florida. Um, he would, played my, my manservant at the time. And each That's time right. he would come and whisper something in my ear, like someone was supposed to be there, he would whisper something um, naughty to try and break me and make me laugh every <laughs> single time. And I'm like, Bob? <laughs> it was hysterical each time, but I'm just trying to keep focused. I'm like, you will not break me, Bob. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I'm usually that person that will try to like whisper something in someone just to make them see if they break. <laughs> Have you ever had anything like that happen, guys? <laughs> You've had like one of your coaches like try to break you? Mm-hmm. Can you give an example? Oh. Well, no, actually, I take it back. Like, I've been more of the person who's tried to break other people. Uh, I'm actually not that hard to break at times. Well, no, once I get focused, then I am, but. <laughs> what yeah. about you, Mr. Matthew? Not, not like when I've been in a, a major part, like in ensemble, uh, crowd gathering, just, you know, back and forth talking, but no. Have you ever broken on stage? <sighs> um, I don't know. It, not that I can recall. Usually I'm the one that's kind of like egging people on to say, like, mm-hmm. hey, you're going to break, you're going to break, you're going to break. <laughs> so I don't know. Nobody's ever. Jen, Jen Jones has tried a couple times on me. Oh, Jen can be. Um... She can be. <laughs> she can, she can try try to tempt you every time. Like oh, she she will push it a little bit further. Like can I? Can I? Can, can I? Can I? I, can I? Which I I like that. <laughs> yeah. I like being able to just like hey how can I how far can I push this with you? Okay, is that too far? Uh, I was she is so much fun on stage. Oh, um, There's one time like I didn't break, but I had to have the strategy where um, <laughs> that during uh, August Ocean. Osage County, um, ah. that uh, Jenny and I had this scene together where we're throwing things like these. Um, <laughs> there's this the scene where we're, we're throwing plates on the floor, mm-hmm. um, and it was called the Eat the Fish Bitch. <laughs> 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 and um, anybody who saw or was in August Osage County knows this scene. Um, and it's, it's me and Jenny Howard and Terry Southerington. Oh, wow. And, um, it's a particularly, it's so funny, but I had to stare at Jenny Howard's chin the entire time or else I would break. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Like we were like, Oh, we're going to throw things now. Okay, fine. I'm throwing things. And, she, if you're ever on stage with Jenny Howard, you have to understand how funny she is. And she has oh, the yeah. best comic timing of anyone I've ever been on stage with. She's the best. And so I've never had this problem. But if I looked her in the eye, I would just for sure break. Because mm-hmm. um, she has that look. She too. has that look and she has that timing. But this is the one time where I'm like, nope, not looking at you. Looking at your chin now. But, but it, it's the eat the fish bitch uh, scene. <laughs> I definitely understand the need to do that with her. Oh, it's, oh, yeah. It was hysterical, and I we had so much fun on that show. That's a show I would love to redo again. Uh, we always talk about it all the time, everyone who was in that show. Um, but uh, that particular scene, I, I had tried so hard. Like, I, I didn't break. Because nice. I looked at her chin. <laughs> you just got to look. But if I looked in her <laughs> eyes, it was just no. It was downhill. Well, because she has those wide eyes, and then you get the glasses, <laughs> and you're just like. And she she just has that timing, and she just does. in the, this particular scene, I just couldn't do it. <laughs> she knows how to get to your soul. 
Let's get right to the funny bone. Uh-huh. I think that's why she's probably the best comedic actress around. She <laughs> is. She absolutely oh my is. God. So to, to go back to um, Dangerous Liaisons, practicing for that role itself, I know it's a very, it's a different role than usually I'll see for any, a lot of the women. Mm-hmm. How did, how different was it for you to be able to prepare for that and um, do it on stage? Um, well, each role has its own challenges. Um, this one, I, you, you had to be in the corset and be in the, yeah. the, the, the rehearsal skirts and make sure you have that posture down to begin with. Of course. Um, and in any role that you play, especially one that is complicated and goes for the bad choices or is the one pushing the evil choice. Sure. Um, I never like to say that the person is a villain because every villain in any show always thinks they're right. Of course. Yeah. They always, you want to play to your character's highest sense of self. Mm. And so they always have the, okay, well, I'm having the upper hand. And there's always a reason why they want that upper hand. So you have to keep the reason they want that, that, um, what what they want in every scene present in every single well, in every single thing that they do you have to have your motiv- yes. motivation i know that sounds cliche um the actress motivation Mm-mm. what is your motivation no, so true um it's true yeah but you have to keep um that thought in mind to every i think to any character that you have that's why i always push for complicated female roles of course like when I was in my 20s, it was fine to do the ingenues. Like, hey, yeah. I'm the pretty young thing. <laughs> All I care about is love. But you get tired of that. And it gets... Um, and I feel like we, we, as an audience around here, usually see a whole lot of that. And I don't get to see a lot of very strong, not necessarily, like you said, villainous, but someone pushing a wrong choice or being that boss, you know, B, you know. Yeah, you... you you don't get to play too many characters that have that um, that impetus of like, no, I am taking my own destiny in my own hand. And being in control. And being in control. And these are the reasons why I'm in control. And it's, it, it's important to show more females out there that are not just the mom, are not just <laughs> the, the ingenue, and not just the side characters. Um, and that's one of the ones why I wanted this role so bad because I wanted that complicated character. And yeah. after each show, I had people coming up to me still going, you were such a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I really hated you. And you're like, yes. <laughs> Mission complete. But I thought you were a very entertaining bitch. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, um, like you, and, you and Thad had a really good chemistry that I enjoyed. We did. We did. Had I, you ever worked with him before? No, I hadn't worked with Thad oh, before. Okay. Um, I had known him from the Shakespeare Center because I mm. used to work there. I was the guest services director, which is no longer a thing. But, um, but I worked there. Uh, that's the first year we did the National Endowment for the Humanities kind of um, thing that we did there. The people would come in. They would learn a lot from Ralph Cohen about um, yeah. the what they needed to learn about Shakespeare. Um, it, there were several different aspects that they learned about. And then they would all direct a Shakespeare scene with some of our actors. And nice. so I was able to stage manage some of those things. And um, it was a lot of fun. I loved it. Nice. Um, but I got to learn, uh, I got to, to uh, 
hang out and get to know some of the the actors. Sorry, words are not coming. It's been the end of the school year, <laughs> and now I get to be done. <laughs> well, and and we have been drinking. Yes, yeah, that's, that's true. Just, this delicious time warp drink Aww. that I adore. Thank you, Bex. <laughs> yes, Anytime. Bex. While we're on the subject, we might as well. What's the ingredients we got today? Well, today we have a. It's like a gin drink, so it is um, Empress Gin with mango juice and some ginger beer nice yeah excellent i i'm actually very pleased with how it turned out it's, it's pretty good now i will say it it was supposed to be a little bit more colorful but <laughs> oh it's all right at least it you is. didn't gin it up like you did for larry yeah poor yeah. larry god bless him i i i uh accidentally made a whoopsie and i was just like oh my goodness oh isn't that gin pretty ah <laughs> <laughs> whoops so more yeah gin. He, he got a lot of gin <laughs> yeah <laughs> Are you passed out yet? I can't feel my legs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yep. The gin's hitting them, guys. <laughs> no, but speaking of the uh, the time warp, so you, you directed Rocky Horror. Was that 2016, 2017? I can't remember. I'm old, Tarkin. I can't remember specific I... years that I do oh, things. I can remember. Okay. That was... Ready? I'm ready. Ready when you are. 2017. Thank right. you. Yes. That's what I thought. I remember that because it was the first show that I ever saw at Shannon Arts and I was so impressed. Ah. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you so much. It was much. amazing. Well, and it's like like another thing. It's not something you'd see every day around here. No. No. So, no. It was something that, that we wanted to push for. Um, of course. And Tash Fitzgerald and uh, TK. Um, Tom Cronan. We just call yes. him TK. Um, it had been something that we had been talking about since our early 20s, um, doing the Rocky Horror Show. Nice. And this kind of, we decided like, okay, we're going to push it. We're going to push it. This is going to be the year. We're going to do it. And we finally got to do it at Shannon Arts. And it was awesome. Um, it was a great experience. We had the best cast. And we had so much fun putting that show up. Um, we had little uh, gift bags, like little bags little that you... Ba- like mm-hmm. the prop bags the prop that we do bags. for the... Yes. And um, we wanted to make sure that everybody could be in on the joke because that's the one thing I didn't like about Rocky Horror is that when I went to go see the, the film in person is that when you're the quote-unquote Rocky Horror version, mm-hmm. Virgin, mm-hmm. Um, Dear God. you mm-hmm. don't get to know all the jokes. Like they are yelling the, the stuff back at the screen and that's kind of the thing that you, you go so many times and you get to learn what these, these lines are. Mm-hmm. Sure. But um, I wanted the audience to be in on the joke. Oh. So we put up on the screen some of the things that they could say back. And we wanted to make sure that it wasn't oh, cool. too terribly scandalous <laughs> and that our <laughs> actors weren't like stopping every five seconds while they were getting these, these lines thrown at them. So we would bring it up what they were supposed to say. Mm-hmm. So at the very beginning, I had my Rocky Horribles, that's what I would call my ensemble, and they would come out and they're like, hey, they wrote their own little speech like, this is what we are, or this is what we do, and for you, these are the lines. And basically, they said, don't be a dick. (laughs) Don't be that dick to yell out that line, even though we know that line exists there. But don't just don't shout, shout it out every five seconds. We got a, a tempo and things that we got to do. You're just gonna interrupt the actors. So don't be a dick. Which that I was think amazing. Is basically what they said. <laughs> no, it pretty much was if I'm remembering correctly. <laughs> and I was just like, yes, it was. <laughs> awesome. It was. And everybody adhered to it, and everybody had a great time. Um, we sped up the tempo on a lot of the songs that are in the actual film, yeah. which I think made it. 
better. Yes. Yeah. Gets, sometimes it goes so slow, you're just like, oh my God. They could really use a time warp. <laughs> they could use a time warp. <laughs> but we had, uh, like I said, a fantastic cast um, that we had John Michael and yes. we had Diana Black as the perfect Janet who, it, to add to the joke, um, I'd already cast her as Janet, and then I think it was like a week or two later, she's like, okay, Jackie, uh, so I am pregnant, and so I'm not quite sure what that's going to do to this, and I'm like, oh, that's going to be funny as hell. Look at that. <laughs> um, so nice. it wasn't necessarily the first weekend, but definitely the second weekend is when she started showing, yeah. and uh, like, she's never been kissed before, and she looked down at her stomach, and <laughs> Hysterical. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and of never course, we cast. had um, Aaron Crosby. I yes. like to call him A.A. Ron because his wife is also Aaron Crosby. Um, not Aaron. confusing whatsoever. Not confusing nope. whatsoever. Nope. Um, but he was our Dr. Frankenfurter, and there couldn't have been a better one no. because he, he was it. amazing. Um, when he first approached me about auditioning for it, I'm like, I don't know, Aaron, you're kind of pretty and you sing really pretty. And <laughs> I don't know if you can really pull off Dr. Frankenfurter. Uh, he really needs to be kind of gritty and growly and, and whatnot. And he showed up to audition. He was dressed in the corset and the, the high heels, and he nice. nailed it. And I was just like, all right, go, Aaron, show me wrong. <laughs> Um, but yeah, oh, I love Aaron. Oh. He's so good to work with. He is so good to work with. Mm-hmm. He was committed every second and, um, Erin, 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 she played um, Columbia, um, mm, and she yeah. did a fantastic job as Columbia. She was hysterical every single time. And, and she, God, she has a wonderful voice. Mm-hmm. Oh, she is fantastic. Yeah. And she's fantastic to work with as well. She's just, um, like I said, I had the most amazing cast. Those gosh darn Crosby's. I know. <laughs> And now they're going to have like this brood of girls that are just going to be just <laughs> as amazing as they oh, are. Oh, yeah. You know um, it. Just imagine the talent coming up <laughs> all those girls. I know. They're like the bomb traps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Franklin's 2.0. <laughs> the Franklin's yeah. 2.0. Yeah. Um, uh, and we can't forget about Larry. We can't af- forget about oh, Larry. Yeah. Can't forget about Larry. Um, he played his dream role of Riff Raff. Yeah. Um, and TK were right with me in the audition room because I'm like, okay, guys. I need you to help me make sure that I don't cast him just because, you know, he's my husband and I'm sleeping with him. Um, <laughs> nepotism. Come on. So I guess that make be nepotism. sure that this is the correct choice and I'm just not like... So we, he, we were there and he was by far the best <laughs> choice. And as you all know, in the show, he was terrific. Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, no one could have played it better. As well as our magenta, Joanne Thompson, who yes. was yes. just fantastic. Joanne came out of nowhere and we're like, where did you come from? <laughs> oh, and I love Joanne. immediately had chemistry with Larry. And um, oh, yeah. they, they did a scene together and we're like, yep, that's you. <laughs> You're magenta. Well, it's funny. Uh, Joanne is the reason that I came to see it. No um, way. Yeah, so I had been in, um, at the time, we were in Little Shop of Horrors together up in uh, Broadway, Virginia. Uh-huh. So we had just done like the Jungle Book and then we were doing that. And then we also did Nonsense right after that too. So we were like in three shows like together all all like during that time. And she was like, oh yeah, I'm in Rocky Horror. And I remember her like coming back and forth from like Little Shop 
rehearsals to that rehearsal because she had she was only like a small part in little shop because of that um oh. but um her uh, child was playing audrey too and amazing too by the way nice. <laughs> I, hope they, I hope they come back um but yeah anyway she's amazing she's the reason i i came to see it and she did not disappoint no she is amazing i wish i wish that she would come down this way a little bit more to me to do shows. too um man she's a monster like doing shows back after back after mm-hmm. back after back it's like i don't know how woman she how do you do that but she's immensely talented and mm-hmm. i miss her all the time and it's like come back here you gotta be you gotta be a mad person to just do back to back to back to back to just yeah you just have to be a mad person tarkin i don't know anybody (laughs) who does that i don't know who you're referring to jackie (laughs) it's not that time i did three shows at the grove back to back to (laughs) good lord we were able to do that show together yes we were able to do spitfire together okay so i filled in for brent who did brent fill in for for oh i can't remember because I was, because Brent was supposed to be the role that I was doing, the mute, and then something happened. Was it Ben? No, I don't so think I so. Okay, so I can't remember. Um, like I said back then, it was um, <laughs> Spitfire. I always remember you in the envelopes for that. Oh yeah, yeah. I got to play Effie in that, which is also a hysterical part. Which is just the nosy neighbor, like, "What are you doing? What's going what on?" Are you guys doing? <laughs> Yes, like, that well, was so Well, I'm going to be very judgmental of you no matter what you do. So, um, whatever. Well, um, <laughs> I'm going to judge those winter coats that you guys were wearing <laughs> in the middle of August. Once again, winter coats. Why? Oak Grove, why? Winter coats in an outdoor theater. I distinctly remember, I think it was either Double Tech or one of those tech rehearsals. You and Brent just going like, eh, do we have to wear the coats this rehearsal? <laughs> it's 98. Can we just not? Can we just not? <laughs> and I think Corey was just like, yeah, just go ahead and do that. I trust you guys. Uh. <laughs> you guys are just sweating your hands off out there. Bless you, Corey. Yes. <laughs> oh, Corey. I miss you, Corey. I know. Corey. Miss her. So, what do you prefer? Um, do you prefer being actress or do you prefer being director? Actress. Nice. Always uh, prefer acting. Um, I do love directing and I, I do get a certain satisfaction out of it, but acting is what feeds my soul. Nice. Um, I saw that little video that you did for the um, the short film. Uh, short you film. put it on the Facebook. Which short film? Uh, <laughs> Be more specific, Tarkin. Uh, <laughs> I just, uh, I think we had talked about it previous. I'm drawing a blank, so I'm very sorry. But um, I do a lot of things, Tarkin, that I don't remember afterwards. <laughs> you know, I don't understand that at all. Not at all. <laughs> so acting, of course. Is there any dream roles you'd love to play at some point? Um, I've always wanted to be Blanche and Streetcar, but I think I'm too um, old for that now. I don't think um, so. I'd love to do Streetcar at some point. Oh, do it. Blanche, it's, yeah. be Blanche has one. been a, a dream role. Um, uh, I w- I've always wanted to be, or since it's been out, uh, I've always wanted to be one of the women in Gods of Carnage that was supposed to be out uh, that one year of Oak Grove and then COVID. never happened. Uh, I auditioned for it, so did Larry, uh, but it was one of the ones that they, they never cast. They're oh. like, well, these are the ones we're, we're actually going to do, so we're not going to cast those. And I'm like, oh, Patrick, was- Patrick. Would you have cast me? Come on. Just tell me. <laughs> tell me. Just, j- j- just let me know. Would I have been cast? Oh, was that Patrick Smith? Yes. Uh, I never okay. found out. Damn it. That bastard. Next time I see him. I'm yeah, we're all going to have to like bug him and be like, all right, Patrick. Patrick, would I have been cast? Up. 
It's all right, T- Patrick. You don't have to tell me. But because really. was, was that I? <laughs> was that the dreaded 2020? Yes, that was a dreaded uh, 2020. And I'm like, I want to be in God's because we had been talking about that show forever. Oh man! And I know Patrick had wanted to do it forever. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, God's Garden, finally. I guess there's still a chance. There's I mean, still a chance. Who knows? Maybe next year. They, they still brought on Harvey, so there's still a chance. There's, that if there's still a chance. There's always the still a chance. Girl can dream. Um, I would like to be the mother, I can't remember the mother's name, in a Curious Incident of Dog in the Nighttime. Okay. Hmm. What's that about? Oh, it's about the this boy, um, Christopher who uh, you find out later has autism. Um, He finds a dog who has been killed with a garden fork. Okay. And um, it... It's about, like, it's a strange way to show, <laughs> to start a show. Uh, Can be. But it, it's about his adventure, writing about his life and figuring out what he can do on his own. Okay. Um, and it's him hmm. writing about his life as a murder mystery. Hmm. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. We saw it on Broadway. It's my very first Broadway show. Um, nice. And it was the coolest thing I had ever seen. Yeah. I, I, we sat there at um, intermission looking at, at each other going, what was that? That was so cool. <laughs> I didn't know you could do that in theater. <laughs> like, really, just look at like, whoa. Um, like, was it set? Was it lights? Was the it set, it was lights. It was um, the, whole experience. the imagination, the movement, the everything about it. Cool. Um, the writing, it, it's based off of the novel. Okay. Um, but it was just, Magical. The, it was magical. It's one of those things that you're like, yep, want to do that. That's what I want to do. And when the rights came up, who did it? John Fergosi with his high school. Oh. And I'm like, oh, Fergosi. Well, then you got to. Fine, do it with your kids for their, you know, <laughs> learning. <laughs> but I want to do it. But I want to do it. Come on. You just um, got to wait 10 years, Jackie, then I'll just do it for. <laughs> yeah. The waiting. I'm not so good at the waiting. <laughs> Patience. I'm not good with the well, patience. <laughs> how long ago was that that he did that? Um, oh, I don't remember. Watch it be ten years. <laughs> uh, it's it hasn't been ten years. So, okay, so we saw Curious Incident when we were forty because that was our uh, birthday presents for ourselves. Okay. Um, so I'm forty six now, so it has to be somewhere in between there. Okay. <laughs> well, hey, I mean that was a high school, right? You could still do that. Yeah, but I gotta find the director. Like you can't just oh, go and say, right, right. Because you, you want to be say, in it. Like, yeah. When you want to wow. be in it, yeah. you, you also have to go, um, somebody direct this, please. Yeah. I, I so understand that. So I can fight that. for that role, please. Well, well that means you've got to direct it then. No, I can't direct it if I want to be in it. You don't want to pull double duty? No, no. I don't believe That's, you could direct a show and be in it because you cannot be objective. It's, it's difficult. And I also mm. believe you cannot direct a show that you secretly want to be in because you cannot be objective. That's fair. It's yeah. So uh, directing then. Yes. Is there any fun shows you might be thinking we can always redact this <laughs> so that no one steals your idea? Um, I don't know because I mainly direct kids um, for the high school. True. How um, was Midsummer? Midsummer was fantastic. Nice. Um, it was a shorter version of Midsummer that we cut it down so it wasn't so wordy and and you know sometimes Shakespeare. I don't care what the scholars say. He rambles a bit. And he has a little bit too much in there. Just a, <laughs> Just bit. a bit. Just a bit. <laughs> and so I didn't want it to be as long, and so we cut it down to a to a version that was manageable for my high school students. Nice. Um, we had a lot of ninth graders this year, oh, okay. um, which was fantastic. We are, we're growing our program, and I'm so 
glad that they came out and because they had a whole lot of energy. We did a 1980s version nice. of Midsummer's, and so it was full of ADO stereotypes, kind of like of the you know the John Hughes movies, mm. the preppy yeah. kids, and the then the not so like not like the arty like. Um, Molly Ringbald kind oh, of character, yeah, yeah. or the, the John Cusack, Cusack from um, um, oh, the, the Say Anything, box. yeah, the, yes. yeah. And so we had a, a lot of that, and I had my fairies in these bright neon tutus and <laughs> and rainbow and wings, wings, and uh, just it was fantastic. My puck was dressed like Ziggy Stardust. It was just <laughs> yes, nice. fantastic. Um, they had a blast doing it. They learned a lot doing it. Um, and they got to get involved in the language and try to and, and understanding exactly what Shakespeare is saying. Of course. Um, and they did a fantastic job and just had a blast doing it. And I think that's super cool for especially a young ninth graders coming in, being like, "Hey, you know, it's Shakespeare. It's going to be tough, but but yeah, if you they, get that, you can do anything." They took it on and they just had a blast, and the audience I think had a blast too, just watching them and. Um, well, if you're if if you can tell the cast is having fun, you as an audience member be like, oh, okay, they're having fun. Yeah. I can have mm-hmm. fun. They are they are terrific kids, and they give everything to what they do. Well, and good. I love being the the person that gives them that space. Yeah. Like because sometimes sometimes you don't have that space. You don't have the space to be the different kid. Mm-hmm. And theater, I always feel, is the place to be the different kid. Of course. Mm-hmm. To express yourself and to feel like you belong. And I love being the place where they belong. And I think you're a terrific role model for that. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I can tell, you, especially with you and the kids, I can tell there's a great connection there. I, I love them. I, um, though they do call me their dark lord, <laughs> which I think is hysterical. <laughs> They're like, yes, my dark lord. I'm like, yes, fear me. Fear me. Fear me. No, your lines don't make me make the earthquake again. <laughs> What's that Michael Scott quote that I keep thinking? I want them to fear me as much as they love me. Yes, love and fear me. I want them to fear how much they love me. <laughs> but that's awesome. But yeah, it's, it, it's good. And I get a lot of fulfillment of the directing part with directing from high school. So um, I don't necessarily, sorry guys, I don't want to necessarily direct adults again. <laughs> I just want to go out and act. Are you telling me I might be problematic to work with? No, not at all. <laughs> Actually, I, working with adults is fantastic. Um, but it's nice to know that uh, the the kids have to do what I want. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Do what I say now. And they're like, okay. Ultimate and if they control. don't do it, I'm like, no, you didn't do that. Do that now. And I have them repeat it until they do it. And then, you know. <laughs> we do something called the circle of death. Oh, okay. If they don't know the lines, um, they, we start the scene. And if they hesitate or miss the line... Then we have to go to the beginning and start over. And oh. it happens like each time somebody does that, we go back to the beginning circle and start over. And the, the kids are like, oh no, we got to do the circle of death. I'm like, yeah, because you don't have those lines down. Come on, let's do it. <laughs> and they're like, damn, darn That's it. what you get. You got to learn your lines. But they're it's only good. slightly important. Only they're slightly good. I start important. the process of learning the lines really early so they get comfortable with it and they know it. Which I think is really important. Mm-hmm. It's really yeah. important because you can't enjoy the play unless you know your lines backwards and forwards. Of course. So true. And I feel like what I get out of it when I'm on stage is when I know my character really well and mm. I know the lines backwards and forwards. It's like meditating. 
Yeah. Because you're just reacting. That's yeah, all you're absolutely. doing anymore is you're on stage and you're reacting and it's just you and your fellow actors up there and nothing else matters. Oh. Time slows and it's just the most fun. It's where I'm at most home. Yeah. And you can tell the eyes of the audience just like on you and you're smiling and uh, you feel it. You feel that, you that energy feel and it's it. just the coolest thing in the world. It is. You ever blank on stage? Um, of course, everyone blanks on stage. <laughs> and you just have that moment, and you look at your, your partner on stage, you're like, help me. Because you have that secret, <laughs> like, oh, dear Lord. And they go, okay, I gotcha. <laughs> Any moment that you're proud of that uh, your scene partner was lost and you had to bring him back on track? I don't really remember those, the, no? those points. Usually when that happens, it just kind of, it's in the flow of the, mm. the show. Of course. And so you kind of... You're in that moment. It doesn't matter who messes yeah. up, who sure, sure, what sure. happens. It's just, just part of the organic nature of that, that Or I guess play. just any kind of like fun moments that you can think back and like, oh, okay, that was interesting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, there was a moment where I was on stage at a, uh, another Oak Grove moment. Um, a, I ate a bug. Like it oh. just like I was supposed oh. to be singing a lullaby to the kid that was playing my, my um, brother. And it just went, whoop. And I'm like, it's choking on stage. <laughs> I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> My God. Oh, man. Uh, so I got one then for that. It actually was not happened to me, but uh, one of my favorites. Um, back when I was doing the first show, um, Picnic. Um, if you know the show at all, it's... Um, Two star-crossed lovers come across, and but you know by the end they're kissing and they're yeah. leaving. So, uh, do you remember Hannah Woodrum? Yeah, okay. yeah. Hannah, um, actually, there are a few out there during Shannon Arts. Uh, I've been with Shannon Arts since I was 13 years old, um, and they had summer camps, mm-hmm. and I was a summer camp teacher. Oh, I nice. had Hannah Woodrum. I had uh, Corey McDaniel. Did you have Crosby too? I think I had Crosby in okay. there. Um, I, I don't remember Crosby, and I don't think Crosby remembers me being one of the counselors, <laughs> but but. Um, but apparently he was there. Okay, because um, yeah. I know Corey was in this. She's talking about she, yeah, Aaron Crosby there, Hannah Woodrum's there. Yeah. So Hannah Woodrum and I can't remember the dude's name for the life, Jake something. But they're supposed to kiss and mm-hmm. go off together. It's a big climactic moment, and I can just remember that because I'm sitting in the very back waiting for my cue to go on for the next scene, and right after they kiss, they come apart. Bat flies right in between the oh. two. Of them. <laughs> <laughs> I can just see Hannah's eyes just like light up like a saucer, like, oh my God. <laughs> so afterwards, we go back when I get a little break. I'm like, Hannah, are you okay? She's like, I was about ready to smack that fucking thing out of the air. <laughs> I almost screamed. <laughs> Most of the interesting stories come from when you can't control your vi- vi- environment, and that yeah, comes from outdoor theater. Well, when you're just grove. Like, especially the grove. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, like you talked about with the frogs and everything. I remember there was a later show I did for there where um, I was playing alongside Brian Hossopel mm-hmm. and uh, for some odd reason there at the Grove, there's that stage and then you have the gravel and stuff. Right at the lip, every show we had for that particular show, two frogs would just sit right on stage right and just <laughs> literally sit and watch the show. Soon as ovations happened, we're done. They'd hop away. It was like, damn, these motherfuckers are just not. They don't even pay season tickets, man. <laughs> yeah, you just gotta love the environment. Yep, <laughs> it's it's 
it's always those kinds of environments. Um, when I was in high school, down from the Grove, they used to have the Shenandoah International Playwrights Retreat. Oh, okay. Um, and every year, we would be outside in August. Um, that's basically how I grew up in theater and how I, I learned what I, I've learned. Um, Paul Hildebrand, um, mm. Robert Graham Small, and C- Kathleen Tosco. Nice. Um, those were my mentors growing up. And I got to, um, as an apprentice, watch all of these playwrights coming from all over the world and all of these actors and directors coming from everywhere. I was a lonely apprentice. Um, and so we're like anybody who was in high school, like that's what we were. Sure. Um, and our jobs were to do, be assistant stage managers. So we made the props, we made, um, we gathered all the stuff. Like we were the grunts. Like anytime a storm came, came around we were the ones grabbing the lighting equipment and like it's like it didn't matter that, that, corral it. Like, at the time it's just like oh it does not matter about your safety go get those things um, you get struck by light and that's your fault yeah <laughs> it was brutal but that's how i learned like you yeah. went from apprentice to journeyman to intern to like that's you, of course, know, you, you grew up in that out. that yeah. atmosphere um and this is a random story, and I don't know why it popped into my mind, but there was one, um, his name was Eric Tipler. He was one of the apprentices like us, and there's, <laughs> there was one scene in one play that was being workshop where it had to be poop in a jar. Okay. <laughs> and he had to, that was his job, is to make a prop to make that look that <laughs> look like that. <laughs> and he did such a good job that Tom Evans, the uh, director, he was, he was a little concerned. <laughs> Buddy, and did, he's like, uh, buddy, did you did actually you just, do this? And it, it turned out it was like a bunch of tootsie rolls that he was able to oh, wow. make okay. into that. Um, <laughs> Ooh, you had me there for a second. But, but yeah. the things that you had to do when we, were, when we were growing up around these playwrights and these professional directors, um, Tom Evans also, uh, he was a professor over at Hanover College. He also taught Woody Harrelson. Oh, no. Um, oh, wow. So like we were like connected in all these weird ways to like... Hey, okay, so when you got a compliment, because sometimes the the high school students or the apprentices got to be in the workshops, nice. they would be stage readings. Um, yeah. When you got a compliment from any of them, because we were lowly, we were like, no, this was a get out of my way. Um, so when you got a compliment, you're like, oh, damn. I did something right. <laughs> I did something right. <laughs> and that got to be the best feeling. Oh, too. dude, it was the best feeling. Like, oh, man. And then, you know, of course, the next second, this is also a farm with no running water at the time. Mm. We were responsible of doing all the dishes for the entire company with no running water. So we had to go out to the well and it was like a whole big process. So, you know, it's like, you got to compliment, go do the dishes, (laughs) go collate these scripts before there were collators on. Um, oh, God. on the copy machine and if there was a page mi- missing oh we got cursed at oh I bet uh. <laughs> I bet would that be like your entire summer or like a six to eight week it would program? be a three week part of our summer okay and even though we would be cursed at and we would be made to do all of this different things um, it was the most magical part of our summer Nice. We learned the most. Um, Especially if you get everybody from around the world and stuff like that. Yeah, we do. John Wright over at Redbeard, who owns Redbeard, that's why we know each other. Oh, nice. um, there's a lot of people that we have um, done theater with. Uh, Tom Cranan, that's how I met him. He was interning with us. That's how we all know each other. What from was that name we, again? Tom Cranan. <laughs> TK. 
we only know him as TK around. Sorry. <laughs> but that's He's how a bunch of us, the old school, that's how we know each other. Sorry. I, Jackie, that never, came out of nowhere. Jackie, <laughs> don't ever apologize. I'm just making fun of it because <laughs> nobody ever calls him that. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I met him when I was like 20 in um, that particular summer. I was. Wh- so you only met him two years ago? Yeah, you're very funny. You're very sweet. You're my favorite. Yes, two years ago. Wow. Two years ago, I was 20. Um, but uh, so what's been one of your uh, favorite roles you've ever done? Uh, Mertoy is up there. Nice. Um, okay. Harper from Angels in America. That is my favorite show that I, that, that's been my favorite show for forever. And I've, my favorite character that I was dying to play that character. And the fact that we did this over here was amazing. Yeah. And that I got to play that role was amazing. That's why I have the tattoo that I do. Um, I, it's, it was elating. I love it so much. Um, you and Emil were fabulous. Thank you. Yes. Um, Though it's so funny that we played a married couple because he also is the same age as my son. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Gotta be a trip. Which is weird because you're like, okay, you're the same age as my son. This feels um, mortifying. <laughs> like I'm a pedophile. This is strange. Um, hey, hey, Emil. That's weird. <laughs> Well, to be fair, like not like you, you looked it. Like. Oh, that looks like a pedophile, or no, no. Whoa, Rebecca. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. I mean, yes, no. no. She also said that you look like you're 22, so it worked. Yeah, out. okay, no. okay. That's okay. what I meant. Like, you look very young. Thank you. Hey, I, I, me and Terry also had to share uh, a very romantic uh, scene together, so I can understand coming from. Uh, it. Yeah, it's, I understand. It's, it's different. It's been. I've been on both sides, being the young person kissing the older person, but also like being the older person kissing the younger person. I'm like, oh man, I'm probably creeping you out, aren't I? (laughs) (laughs) I'm the creepy older person. (laughs) But I always find those dynamics kind of interesting. You know, nobody seems really bad in eye if it's the older dude and the younger girl, but it's always reverse. You're like, yeah, it's like, oh, you're creeped out, aren't you? I would be creeped out. I'm <laughs> no, creeped out just because you're my son's age. Okay, that's different. All right. Okay. Um, well, good. So yeah. uh, you probably put a couple of... Anything else besides those two? Um, I've had some really fun ones. Those are the, the main ones that I'm the most proud of. I was really proud of Other Desert Cities. Um, that's another one I did with Greg Beam. Um, uh, I love June Legally Blonde. Thank you. Yeah, I was, that's true. I was Paulette. I talked like this a lot, and um, I, I did my. I, okay, so my history with musicals is weird um, because Hank Fitzgerald, who is one of my dearest friends, he kept on pushing me. He's like, "Jackie, be in a musical. You're going to be in my musical." I'm like, "Hank, I don't, I don't do musicals. I don't sing. I don't sing. I don't sing. I don't sing." He's like, "No, you can sing." I'm like, "No, stop it. Just shut up." Um, <laughs> so when it came, uh, I'd just gotten married. Oh, to that man over there. and Gorgeous. And Footless was coming up. He's like, Jackie, I've got this role. I can't fit anybody in it. I don't have anybody for it. It's non-singing. Um, it's Betty Blast. You would be on. You just come on. You do a really funny role, and then you leave. I was like, okay, I can do that. That's fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll I go on Be Funny. I Hank's pitch in that. Uh, I was like, fine, <laughs> I'll do that. that. That sounds like fun. So I'm like, okay, Great. And so I go in for the first rehearsal and he's like, okay, Jackie, you're in this scene and this scene and this scene. You're going to do this. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what now? 
Um, <laughs> and all of a sudden, I'm singing and stuff, and I'm like, okay, Wait I don't know, but I don't Jackie? read music. Wait a minute. Did you tell me that Hang made have pull a switcheroo on? He did pull a switcheroo. <laughs> and then I found myself having fun. So that's my um, little thing about Hank, how Hank Fitzgerald tricked me into doing musicals. Nice. I feel like he's tricked at least at least all of us at some point. <laughs> but then I started having fun, and so then I started auditioning for some, and um, and so I've I've done Big Fish with Sandy, and that mm. was so much fun. Nice. I was in the ensemble um, nice. and had the best time. Um, I keep hearing stories about that. I oh, love to see it was that. it was magical. The the whole crew that we had, it was just the best time. Um, then I got to do Rock of Ages, which was nice. so much fun. I got to be on stage with Ryan. Um, he was my main nemesis, as nice. um, I was Regina. Yes, Regina. <laughs> that was my name. Could you repeat that one more? Regina. Time? Okay. All right. Thank I you. was a hippie trying to keep the strip, you know, with all of its strip clubs and all of its, um, of course, you know, color and uh, flavor. Absolutely. <laughs> and he was the German. Um, a developer trying to tear the strip down. Ooh. So, yes. I remember him practicing that German accent. <laughs> <laughs> I have a picture of me and him like going toe to toe with each other. <laughs> and he's, you know, he's very tall. And I was going to say, toe to toe? He was already on a step above, like on a, a platform, like and he's uh. looking down at me, like, you know, kind of like the Jack Skeleton that he is. And here's all five foot two of me, like going, yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> about to say he doesn't need a step up like, <laughs> nope he's a tall guy <laughs> but the way he can just contort himself he could probably mm. get down about oh mind. yeah i saw him as renfield and dracula right. and oh he was God. fantastic in that he was my favorite part about that show yeah super he was, fun he's great um but yeah that was a lot of fun i did a, a role over at live arts called the memory of water yeah and that was a great role it was uh i was the the sister I keep on doing these uh, roles where I'm like part of three sisters <laughs> and there's a death that happens in the family and it's all about the family dynamics and that was like part of a trio that I did it all in like a year <laughs> are you telling me you did the Scottish play at some point no 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 so not the Scottish play okay um, so, okay because that's okay. also so one of the weird things is that I I've never acted in a Shakespeare show I would love really? to act okay. in a Shakespeare show but I've never acted in one I've directed them Never acted in one. Would you want to be Lady Scottish Play? <laughs> I would like to be Lady Scottish Play. Um, <laughs> I'm very strict about with my kids. I'm like, you do not even. Because there's fr friends of mine that will teach about the curse. I don't teach oh. about the curse. Because I'm like, you teach kids the curse. And they automatically do the curse. Of course they do. Um, kids are little. And then I, could, I curse at my, my, my friends uh, that, that teach that. I'm like, what are you doing to me? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, Amy taught me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's but, a, um, but she's real. also like, you don't play with it. You don't play with mm -hmm. it. You do not. Play it is it. absolutely true. But Lady cursed. Mackers, yes, I would yes. love to be Lady Mackers. Um, Lady Mackers. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I'll have to use that one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, like, is there a specific role you'd love to play at some point in one of Shakespeare's shows? I would love to be, um, though. It's I, well, once again too old. Um, I would love to be Viola in Twelfth Night. Oh nice. yeah. Okay. Um, that was one of the first ones I saw that I absolutely loved. Um, but yeah. He'd be great. Um, It'd be fun. But fun thing is, I do have something interesting coming up. Um, 
I was in a film last summer called Ooh. 500 Fireflies with Deep Structure Pictures. Um, I, think, I think that might be the one I'm thinking of. Maybe that's the one you're thinking of. Um, they uh, they are actually our neighbors. Ah! <laughs> Who's that? Um, Lise Peterson and uh, Zach... I, I don't know. Liberté? Um, I never know how to say his last name. Um, but they they asked me and Thad, actually. Or actually, they originally oh. asked uh, Larry. Um, Larry could not do it, but um, Thad uh, ended up being my husband in this, this particular film. Nice. Um, and it's a really sweet film that's all done in Stanton. Nice. Um, it's supposed to come out sometime in August, I think. We're not quite sure. Okay. Cool. Um, but they're supposed to be a local showing of it yes. uh, i play a minor role in it it's a lot of fun um i am very funny and very southern <laughs> and um so yes. you're very you <laughs> well yeah <laughs> but very in that one funny, I, very southern but in that one um I, I make sure that people don't curse and but um y- you know me um i like to curse a lot <laughs> It's yeah. one of my favorite things. <laughs> you should. You guys should have heard Jackie before this. She was all this and that. <laughs> well, it's it's. I like cursing. It's it's expressive, and Very but I don't get to do it while I'm a teacher, so I, I curse outside of that. Yeah, and it's an art. You <laughs> it know? is. It is. It's so much fun to say fuck. Yeah, I agree. I it totally is. agree. <laughs> Ah, I, oh, what yeah. was my favorite? Um, douche waffle is also a great one. Oh, douche waffle is a fantastic curse word. Yeah. Is, I like it. I, honestly, my favorite's the, uh, I, and I can't say it, but my best friend, he's English. Mm-hmm. I always hear him use the C word. Uh, the C word I'm not particularly fa- but that, fond of. See, that's the thing. That's, that's the weird thing. Yeah. Americans, that's worse than saying the F word. Yeah. Yeah. England over there, they toss yeah. it like it's the F word. I just like saying things, especially um, in jest or of course. Uh, just saying it just to say it. Um, have you watched the whole Netflix thing about like the, the, I think it was like the etymology or the history of cursing. It had Nick Cage. Oh yeah. I've never I forgot seen about that. that. Oh, yeah. It's so funny. And um, the one they did on bitch was hysterical. <laughs> It said, like, I took a DNA test, and it turns out that I'm 70% that bitch. Uh, <laughs> I am 20% some whore and 10% Cherokee. And it was just the funniest thing I'd ever seen. Nice. <laughs> so we have a joke the whole time. I'm like, yeah, but I'm 30% some whore. But <laughs> See, now I'm with you. F word is probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Especially when it's coming out of Samuel Jackson. <laughs> Did you ever read the book? The uh, what's that book? Oh, narrated. Go the fuck to sleep. Yes, go the fuck to sleep. <laughs> Lay down, my child. It is nighttime. Please go the fuck to sleep. <laughs> you don't need a glass of water. That's bullshit. <laughs> that go is the some fuck shit. To sleep. Go the fuck to sleep. <laughs> like if I ever had kids, that'd be the one thing I'd be like. All right, kids. Your mom has to leave the room. Real quick. <laughs> gotta do this the manly in me has to do this and sometimes when i'd come home and, and miranda um uh, my daughter um she'd be at home and larry's like sitting there going i'm cursing my, my blue streak and he's looking at me he's like jackie and i'm like what she knows me it's not like she hasn't been around me before it's okay she's 17 she'll deal with it she's probably heard me Language. language me. Okay, Captain language. America over there. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I think Larry would take that as a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Miss Jackie, we'll let you go. Is there anything, uh, any questions you guys have? Any? Long? No, it's been All awesome. Right. Hey. Sorry, I've talked a lot. I've realized it. Jackie. Well, that's kind of that's why you're here. <laughs> we wouldn't have it any other way, girl. Thank you. You are such a treat, and we will break mm-hmm. that curse of not being able to work together at some point. I hope so. You're here. here. I hope here. so. Cheers, cheers. Cheers, cheers. Cheers. Uh, and have a wonderful night, y'all. I'd give you a cheers to you, Matthew, but you don't have anything to drink. Have a wonderful night, and drink? I don't know. <laughs> 